0: Hey there, and welcome to The Average Catholic, a podcast for you, all you Catholics out there living your lives who just want to know more about the beauty of our faith. My name is Father Tony, and I'm just a parish priest. I'm not one you'll find all over YouTube or speaking on stage at some conference. I'm just a priest in the middle of Kentucky who really loves the church. And I want to make learning about the beauty of our faith as accessible as possible to people, especially the people I serve. So in this podcast, we'll do a few different things. We'll dive into our Catholic faith on particular topics. We'll talk about what's going on in the church and in the world. We'll learn about prayer and the devotional life of the church. And along the way, some friends will join me to share their stories and their insights and how they live their Catholic faith every day. So if you're just an average Catholic like me and you want to know more about the beauty of the Catholic Church, stay tuned. I remember very clearly hitting this point in my childhood when I was extremely disobedient. Uh, No matter what my mom or my dad told me to do, I just outright refused. I think every kid goes through that phase, right? It's almost like you need to tell your child to do the opposite of what you want them to do so that they will do what you want them to do. Because no matter what you say, they're going to say no. You know, that's something that's not only common in children. I think it's also part of the American spirit, because we are free people. And as free people, we do not like other people telling us what to do. We do not like feeling like other people are controlling us or have a say in how we decide to live our lives. But the truth is, while we are free people, every relationship that we have involves people telling us what to do. Because every relationship that we have involves some sense of obligation, something that someone else is supposed to do for me, and something that I'm supposed to do for that other person. Obligation is big in the Christian life, because as Catholic Christians, we have an obligation to attend Sunday Mass, and Mass on Holy Days of Obligation. And in this first episode of the podcast, that's what we're talking about. Here in the Archdiocese of Louisville, the obligation to attend Mass has been reinstated. So why do we have an obligation? Why should we go to mass? Why is the church telling me what to do in my faith? Let's talk about it. So for well over a year now, a year and about a year and a half, Catholics, around the world, but particularly here in the Archdiocese of Louisville, have not had to observe the obligation to attend Mass on Sunday. A couple of weeks ago, our Bishop, Archbishop Kurtz, uh, released a letter to the faithful of the Archdiocese saying that uh, this coming weekend, at least this coming weekend from the time I'm recording this, Labor Day weekend, he would be reinstating the general obligation to attend Mass on Sundays and Holy Days of Obligation. And when he did this, I was surprised at kind of how mixed the reaction was. There were some people who said, you know what, I've been coming back to Mass since day one when I was able to in May of 2020. I have been here every Sunday. I don't get why other people aren't here. This is a good thing. Now, in the context that we're in with the Delta variant of the coronavirus being kind of big right now and spreading, uh, especially in Kentucky, um, a, a lot of people were very critical, and they said, "You know, this to me, this doesn't make sense. Why are we reinstating the obligation when there's this new variant of the coronavirus that is spreading?" So, what I think is important to do is just explore the whole notion of the Sunday obligation. I think it's important for us to look objectively at why our bishop is saying that he is going to reinstate this obligation this weekend. I think it's important for us as Catholics to objectively look at why we even have a Sunday obligation, why it even exists. So that's my hope here. So first, when we look at our reinstating the obligation, one of the things that we have to realize is that we're actually pretty late to the game. Uh, I was kind of keeping up with this uh, over the past several months and there are so many dioceses around us that reinstated the obligation long before we did. Um, in fact, the the most interesting one that I found was the Archdiocese of New York, and we all know New York was kind of a this epicenter of the coronavirus for a long time here in the United States. And Cardinal Dolan, who is the Archbishop of New York, actually never lifted the obligation to attend Sunday Mass, and his point of view was that this is a divine law. It's a law handed down by God and that he did not have the authority to lift it, to, to temporarily change it. Now, some people would disagree with him, uh, but what he encouraged his people to do is to exercise prudence, that if they don't feel safe attending mass, uh, that if they realize as they should that gathering in large numbers was not safe, uh, then they shouldn't go. They should exercise their own prudence. And while I am very much in favor of how our diocese approached it in, in uh, lifting the obligation of giving everyone a dispensation, I kind of like the the thought that Cardinal Dolan had that, that we need to use our own brains, right? There There, there is a, a sense that um, we have people who are in positions of authority, who know what they're doing, who are telling us what to do, But I also think kind of a a casualty of this pandemic has been so many people are just waiting to be told what to do and people aren't thinking for themselves anymore. Um, And so I I kind of like, I I won't say like, I appreciate uh, that Cardinal Dolan was encouraging the people of New York to do that. And I'm sure people did. I mean, churches were shut down and uh, people were not attending mass because it was not safe to do so. But now uh, here in Kentucky, we're in a different place. Um, dioceses around us have reinstated, as I said, the obligation, the, the Diocese of Little Rock, Arkansas, uh, reinstated it last October. The Diocese of Nashville, our neighbors to the south, reinstated it in, uh, on a Palm Sunday this past Holy Week. Um, and so it's a, it's not, we're not the only ones who are reinstating the obligation to attend mass. Other dioceses have done this. And the interesting thing is that the, as this new variant of the coronavirus has come out, those dioceses have not come back and changed and said, we're going to dispense from the obligation. Again, they've not done that. Um, part of it is because we found at least in the archdiocese that we have not traced a single case of covid back to someone attending mass if someone has attended mass and they've contracted the virus we've not been told so with the proper precautions the evidence is just showing that that mass is relatively reliably safe to attend another thing to keep in mind is that Archbishop Kurtz has been very prudent in how he's handled this pandemic as the shepherd of our local church. You know, he did give us the dispensation from the obligation. He put together a committee of pastors um, who are actually in parishes to, to help him make these decisions. But in reinstating the obligation, he's also giving certain exemptions. And so, uh, he is providing the normal exemptions that, that, the, that the church gives us, right? That if you are sick, that if you have a serious health risk, that if you, if you live with someone who is at risk, if you're someone's primary caregiver and you can't leave them to get to Mass, if, you, if you're their primary caregiver and they're at risk, you don't have to come to the Sunday Mass once the obligation is reinstated. Um, some of that has kind of always been there. But he also said that that there is a dispensation for those that are concerned, that do have anxiety about being in a group setting because of the coronavirus. And he said that we need to exercise caution um, about mass attendance for people who can't be vaccinated. And the example given was for children under the age of 12 because right now they can't be vaccinated. Um, in a In a different place, he said that when there are activities where there are many children or many people who are not vaccinated and are unable to be vaccinated present, that everyone, regardless of their vaccine status, should be wearing a mask. So masks are being worn in our Catholic schools, at school masses, and children's faith formation. So we are still taking a lot of precautions. And even though the general dispensation's been lifted, even though the general obligation has returned, if people don't feel safe, they are still excused from coming to mass. I think I I like this uh, this sense that was in an article that our diocesan paper put out, that this is not meant to pull people who are at risk or homebound and to force them back into church. This reinstatement of the obligation is meant for people who are living lives as they normally do covid or not who are using covid as an excuse to not attend mass there are so many people who are are going to concerts and theater performances and sporting events and and family gatherings or or barbecues or parties at people's houses who are doing these things in crowds and saying you know this is safe i'm not going to wear a mask i'm going to do this but they're also saying somehow attending mass social distancing, wearing a mask, whatever, is not safe. There's a little cognitive dissonance there. And so what we're doing is, while we're not trying to drag people who are at risk back into church, we are saying, if you're living your life as if COVID doesn't exist, you need to come back to mass. If you're going out and going over to friends' houses and having indoor family gatherings and going to sporting events, all places where COVID has been contracted you can't say that mass is not safe to attend. So, I just think those are some important things for us to remember. But I also think it's important for us to explore what does an obligation mean and why do we have an obligation to attend mass to begin with. So, so I like to 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 talk about it as a, as an obligation. You know, there are some people, there there are some of my brother priests who will who like to call Sundays and holy days they like to call them holy days of opportunity or or something like that to try to make it sound better because obligation is this negative word right and i think we're just thinking about obligation in the wrong way because while those days are days of opportunity for us to to have the opportunity to to grow deeper in our relationship with the lord at the end of the day they are an obligation because Every single relationship that I have, every single relationship that you have, every single relationship that any human being has, has a sense of obligation to it, right? So think about when you were a student in school, right? You had a relationship between yourself and your teacher. Their obligation to you was that they would teach you that they would make sure that you were learning, that they were doing all the work that they needed to do to help you succeed. Your obligation, not only to the teacher, but to yourself, was to pay attention in class, to do your homework, to turn in your assignments, to work on your projects, right? Like every relationship has a sense of obligation. <laughs> Spouses have an obligation to each other. A husband and a wife have the obligation to work together to raise their children. They have the obligation to work, to get not only themselves, but their spouse and their children to heaven, to help their spouse, to help their children grow deeper in relationship with the Lord. Children have obligations to their parents, right? They, they respect their parents. They trust their parents. They, they love their parents, every relationship that we have has a sense of obligation and the same is true in our relationship with God, right? As God's creation, uh, God has promised us. And so in a sense, God has this obligation to us that, that he will care for us, that we will never be alone, that he will always be with us. And in turn, we also have an obligation to God. And part of our obligation to God is to do what God asks us to do. And part of that is of course, following the 10 commandments. And one of the commandments is keeping the Lord's day. Holy. Uh, The catechism of the Catholic church talks about this commandment. It talks about how we as Catholics celebrate the Sabbath on Sunday, because it is the day that the Lord rose from the dead. It's the day of new creation. And so this is our fulfillment of that Sabbath day participating in the mass is our fulfillment of that commandment to keep the Lord's day. Holy, uh, the catechism of the Catholic church identifies this as what's called a precept of the church. So a precept is kind of like a, a kind of like a commandment. It's, it's a law. And these are things that Catholics should do, right? So to be Catholic, to be considered, I guess, a practicing Catholic, to be considered active in your faith, there's kind of a, a bare minimum that you need to do, right? And I think that's with anything, like if you're on a basketball team, to be considered a member of the team, the bare minimum is to show up for practice, right? The bare minimum is to show up to the games, even if you're not playing. The same is true in belonging to the body of Christ. As Catholic Christians, there are some precepts of the church. Um, So one of them is attending mass on Sunday and holy days of obligation. Another one is to to confess our sins and the sacrament of reconciliation at least once a year. Uh, A third is to receive the Holy Eucharist at least during the Easter season. So at least once a year during the Easter season. A fourth is to Observe days of fasting and abstaining from meat that the church establishes. So, for example, on Ash Wednesday, Good Friday, we fast and abstain from meat. And on Fridays during Lent, we abstain from meat. And then to the fifth is to help provide for the material needs of the church as we're able, that we that we support the work of the church and the mission of the church, that we tithe. So these are all kind of the, the bare minimum of how we're part of Catholic Church, right? This is our showing up to practice and showing up to the game, that we do these things. And the very first one, as I said, is that we attend and participate in Mass on Sundays and Holy Days of Obligation. We do this because this is how God asked us to worship Him, right? At the Last Supper, we Catholics believe that Jesus instituted the sacrament of the Eucharist And every Mass is a reliving of that Last Supper. It's a reliving of the Lord's Passion. And at that original Last Supper and at every Mass, we hear the Lord say, Do this in memory of me. We hear the Lord tell us, tell his disciples, that this is how he wishes to be worshipped. And so the Catechism of the Catholic Church says, The Sunday Eucharist is the foundation and confirmation of all Christian practice. For this reason, the faithful are obliged to participate in the Eucharist on days of obligation unless excused for a serious reason or dispensed by their own pastor. Those who deliberately fail in this obligation commit a grave sin. Participation in the communal celebration of the Sunday Eucharist is a testimony of belonging and of being faithful to Christ and his church. The faithful give witness by this to their communion and faith and charity. Together, they testify to God's holiness and their hope of salvation. They strengthen one another under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And if you want to look that up in the Catechism, it's uh, paragraph 2181 and 2182. So what's it saying here? It's saying that we Catholics participate in the Sunday Mass because it's what God has asked us to do as part of our obligation and our relationship with God. But we also do it because it shows who we are. We give witness to our faith in Jesus Christ by worshiping him, how he's asked us to worship him, by our participation in the celebration of the Eucharist. Uh, and and we do this together right the mass is not a private act there is private prayer that happens during mass certainly and very appropriately but it, it is by its very nature a communal experience and so we need to be there in order to participate in it you know during the during the lockdown almost every parish started live streaming the mass and it's been such a gift, right? To, to be able to, to reach out to people Um, when it was our only option for a while. It was the only way that people could stay connected to their church when they couldn't go to mass anywhere. And so it, it was a wonderful gift that God gave us this gift of technology. But now live streaming is still a wonderful gift. But I think it's a wonderful gift for those in our parishes who are homebound, those in our parishes who cannot come to mass for them to have a connection to their community, for them to be able to see their parish priest and the inside of their church, uh, for them to be able to celebrate in the way that they can. But for everyone else who is able to attend mass, who is living life uh, as if things are normal, the truth is you can't really fully participate in the Mass if you're not there. Because if you're not there, you're not receiving the Eucharist. If you're not there, you're not able to enter into prayer with the community. Um, so there, it's very important that, that we are there at Mass. I think the best use of, of our live streaming is, is that it's a ministry to the homebound it's a ministry to those that can't be at mass and in an ideal perfect world which which you know doesn't exist i always thought it would be wonderful if our homebound would be able to view the mass live as it's happening and then an extraordinary minister of holy communion bring them the eucharist from that mass and visit them and pray with them and give them the eucharist from the mass that they watched you know I think that would be a, a very beautiful thing. So that's what the obligation means, right? The, the obligation exists because we're in relationship with God. The obligation exists because God loves us intensely and he knows that that the Sunday obligation, that attending mass and participating in the liturgy is what is good for us, right? God knows that this is what's good for us as human beings. And so God desires that we worship him in this way. There are other ways of worshiping God, but nothing the church teaches, nothing can ever be greater than the celebration of the Eucharist. The second Vatican council says that the Eucharist is the source and the summit of our faith. And so it's where our faith comes from. It's where our strength comes from, but it's also that thing to which, that person to which everything is directed. And all of the letters that I've read of various bishops reinstating the obligation, the thing that was common to every single one of them is this notion of the importance of receiving the Eucharist. And that's true with our own Archbishop, Archbishop Kurtz. And I would just like to read the couple paragraphs he wrote about this. Archbishop says, The Eucharist is the source and summit of our faith, because this is where we encounter Jesus Christ, present in the sacred body and precious blood. Through the power of the Holy Spirit and the instrumentality of the priest, something happens. Jesus gives himself to us in this way because he loves us, and he wants us to be joyful. He also wants us to share this extraordinary gift of joy with the world through our witness and acts of service. While I was very grateful for the creativity of our parishes and offering live streaming and other virtual options for mass when we could not attend or had limits on attendance there is no substitute for our physical presence at mass the eucharist is the source and summit of our faith because this is where we pray with our brothers and sisters members of the christian community who also reflect the real presence of christ as catholics We believe that salvation is a journey that we take together as members of the body of Christ. Together, we ask forgiveness for our sins, listen to the scriptures relating our salvation history, offer our gifts, experience the transformation of Christ truly present and receive his body and blood as nourishment for the journey and as inspiration as we take Christ into the world. There is no greater gift. The Eucharist is the source and summit of our faith because the Church is our home, where we are nourished and where so many important events in our lives take place. God does not ask us to worship because of His need to be worshipped, but because of our need for prayer, renewal, and formation. Worship is God's gift for our spiritual well-being, for growth in our relationship with God and others, and for our eternal salvation. I love what the Archbishop says here. It is the Eucharist. It is Jesus that impels us to worship him in the way he's asked That impels us to be a part of a gathered community that is together worshiping him. And so I would say, why do we have an obligation to attend mass? Because God knows that it is good for us. God knows that, that he doesn't need our worship, but that it is good for us to worship him because God knows the value of our being gathered in community because God loves us enough to give us the gift of his very presence, his body, his blood, his soul, his divinity at every single mass in the Eucharist. And brothers and sisters, we can only receive that if we're in that church. We can only enter into that if we are part of the gathered body of Christ. And so the obligation is going to be restored in our diocese as it has been. in many dioceses, if you're not in the archdiocese of Louisville, maybe the obligation will be restored where you live soon. While it can be a little confusing and while we're still in this pandemic, it can be a little scary. I want to offer encouragement. Remember that if you legitimately do not feel safe attending Mass, you do not have to. But I want to also offer challenge. If you're gathering with friends and family indoors, if you're living as if the coronavirus does not impact your life or worry you at all, you really need to consider coming back to Mass. You know, for too long, we Catholics and many other Christians have looked at going to church as one activity among many and as a matter of convenience, that if it's not convenient for us to go to church, we just don't. But do we really want our relationship with God to be like that? Because, you know, God is always going to be there loving. God is always going to be there loving us no matter what, no matter how much we turn away from him, he will love us. But do we want to to thank God for the greatness of that love by just skipping out on him? I I don't think so. And so I would encourage you if if you are living life as normal to make mass a normal part of your life again because it is the greatest thing that we can do because what happens there but we receive the very presence of God that our life so desperately needs. Some people may not have been attending mass even before COVID. I I hope that, that they will consider coming back because in the mass, every single mass, we see that miracle happen, that miracle of God's love we see the bread and wine become the body and blood we we receive the very presence of god into our bodies we receive the this most intimate relationship with the god who created us it has made such a difference in my life and i know that i'm a priest and and i'm supposed to say that on one level but but it's part of why i'm a priest because of the mass because in the mass i saw how wonderfully God loved me and loved me personally. And I felt God inviting me to spend my life helping other people see that love. So that's what I want you to know. God loves you. We hear that so much, it's almost cliche, but it's true. God loves you so deeply and profoundly and personally, And God wants to love you. God wants you to feel his love. But we need to love God in return. And so I encourage you to go to mass. If you haven't been to mass in a while, come home. Because without you there, part of the body of Christ is missing. We get to heaven together. The Archdiocese released a video about the Mass, and someone in the video said that, and I loved it so much. We get to heaven together. We need to be smart. We need to be prudent. But we also need to remember that our relationship with God is the most important relationship in our life. I hope that uh, this episode of the podcast has shed some light on why we have a Sunday obligation, on why the Sunday obligation is returning here in the Archdiocese of Louisville. But I hope more than anything that it's helped you to see how deeply God loves you, maybe even a little bit more than you did before. So pray well, stay close to Jesus, and God bless you.